Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Spray is brought to you by Pelican Brewing. Born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Wednesday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. Let's talk a little Blazers with Dan Devine of Yahoo Sports. Senior NBA writer at Your Man Devine. On Twitter, you can go give him a follow. He's got a piece out. We tweeted it out on Damian Lillard and the undefeated uh, Portland Trailblazers. Dan, good morning to you, man. We talked earlier in the show. Uh, we're, we're both idiots and we're horrible gamblers, but we like doing it nonetheless. And <laughs> we placed an MVP bet on Damian Lillard. Now, our odds are terrible. We should have placed it before the season because he's off to a great start. How does Dan Devine feel about our Damian Lillard MVP uh, bets? Well, I mean, if you like it, I love it. That's what I think about it. I mean, first, first and foremost, if you feel happy about it, that's what, what we're trying to achieve with our, our leisure time activities. Um, I think, I mean, uh, six weeks ago, I would have said you're better off, you know, flushing your money down the toilet because we have no idea what Dame's going to look like on the wrong side of 30 coming back from surgery and his longest layoff of his career uh, right about now. Oh, he looks like Damian Lillard, so it doesn't seem like too bad of a bet. Uh, it, like... The, the, there is a, uh, a tendency to think or to sort of lose sight of stuff, you know, out of sight, out of mind, right? Player, we haven't seen a player in a while. Uh, we're not exactly sure how he's going to fit back into the context of the team that kind of came together in his absence. And with Damian Lillard, you have to kind of remember, the, he is the context. He is the system. Everything revolves around him. And if he is at his peak, which it certainly looks so far like he is, the shooting touches back, the rim pressure's there, the playmaking willingness to get off the ball and let Anthony Simons and other teammates cook, it's all there. Um, if that's there, then the, you know, the Blazers are going to be a top-flight offense. And if the Blazers have a top-flight offense and even a decent defense, they're going to win a lot of games. You win a lot of games and you put you're going to wind up near the top of balloting. So uh, as long shots go, uh, I don't mind it, but I think you're probably right. Probably could have gotten better odds before you hung 40 a couple of times. Dan, I I love the beginning of your article, how you kind of go back in time a little bit to the end of the year and and Dane basically saying, hey, it's not going to be this bad. And I can tell you, like as a Blazer fan and and media here, it it was bad. It was dark. It didn't feel great. And then, you know, some roster moves happen, some trades go down, and they bring guys in and – you know, they don't look good in preseason. There's just a lot of, like, question marks with this team and how good or bad they truly would be. 
I guess I'll ask you, from that moment in which you write about at the end of the year, going to where we're at now, or going into the season, I should say, did Dan Devine think he was going to be writing a piece on the Portland Trailblazers and Dame starting 4-0 and being kind of the talk of the NBA early on in the season? Uh, absolutely not. I mean, I, uh, the, the, the last time that I had written about the Blazers before the start of the season was uh, you know a week or so after free agency and the, the start of free agency when the dust kind of settled. And I had wondered, you know, are are we looking at a playoff team? Because I liked the moves. I liked, you know, the, the, the trade to go get Jeremy Grant. I liked uh, the, sort of an opportunistic signing for Gary Payton II, who, by the way, we haven't even seen yet. But that, that idea of, um, you know, we've been looking for years, or Blazers fans have been looking for years for kind of a, a sort of a bodyguard for Dame, right? A, a guy you could put next to him that can take on those A1 scorers, the, the top flight facilitators on other teams, and, you know, uh, be a – screen and dive, big man. Now, Gary Payton's not a big man, but he does a lot of those things. You know, it's, it's, he just, as a proof of concept, did all that stuff for Steph Curry uh, in, in Golden State. And so the idea of now you've got a couple of perimeter defenders, a couple of guys who can make, do something with the ball in their hands, give the offense sort of a different look and a different flavor, uh, help Dame by you know, giving him somebody to pass to out of a trap. You know, if teams got to try to trap the pick and roll, get the ball out of Dame's hands, get some more guys who can make something happen with it. I kind of like the way this looks, but it's just the West is so deep, right? You know, even if they're better, you still have a, an awfully like, sort of long climb to get up uh, back into the, the top six where you're a firm playoff team. And so I was like, you know, I was interested, but I, you know, uh, it was, what was the line? He had my interest, but not my attention at that point. <laughs> I, wa- I, wasn't, I wasn't quite sure what to make of them. And then in the early going, you say, right, well, the offense is going to be there as it has been basically every season Dame's been healthy. They've been a top 10 or better offense. The question is just, can you get enough stops? And the athleticism, the side they added on the wing, Shaden Sharp looking like he can play 15, 20 minutes a game right off the rip is a surprise and a very nice one. Um, there's just more kind of oomph and athleticism in the perimeter core. And if that translates into an average defense, you're going to have a real chance. Yeah, but that's always been the thing in Portland. Like with Dame, as long you know your offense is going to be good. Can you just be average defensively? Can you be like right. 15th in the league instead of 28th or 29th in the league? And maybe you have a shot. I mean, your piece, you dive into Billups, who's going into year two as a head coach. And I mean, nobody here knows how to feel about a guy. The team tanks last year. It was ugly. And nobody put that on him, right? They pulled the ripcord in, like, December when Dame got hurt, and you knew the rest of the season was going to be a disaster. You go into some of the numbers and what they're doing, you know, on the pick-and-roll defensively and all that. Just what have you made of Billups from what you've seen here early on in the season, and how do you feel about him as a head coach? Well, I think, you know, it was probably a, a difficult learning experience for, for Chauncey Billups in his first season. You know, that's a guy who – it was, uh, has it, throughout his playing career sort of under expected and, and came to came accustomed to a certain level of execution and expertise and smarts and the way that his teams ran and, and they, they worked always tough defensive teams in Detroit, uh, you know, smart veteran execution teams later on in his career when he was in Denver uh, and in, with the Clippers and so on. And this was different. It was a ton of young guys. It was he had a, an idea for how the defense was going to get better, and it didn't work. Uh, the, the the idea of we're going to make everybody we're going to be super aggressive. We're going to try to trap the ball. We're going to try to get turnovers and crank up the heat on opposing offenses. It didn't work, and there wasn't really a plan B. So he comes in this season, and there's a couple of more plan Bs or plan B and a plan C. You can go small with Justice Winslow at the five and more length on the wing, and kind of switch everything. You can play that traditional drop with Yusuf Nurkic getting back toward the rim to protect the paint, but you've got more length and athleticism on the wing, so guys can get over screens better. Guys can get their hands into passing lanes more, more uh, quickly. They can contest on shots better. Like, it's just 
the execution and the, 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 the suite of options available to you when you've got more size, length, athleticism, and sort of live bodies makes a, a world of difference. And, and so, so far, I mean, the, the, uh, the idea is, you know, we'll see if they, they are able to keep this up. But it doesn't look like it's smoke and mirrors in the early going. It's not like teams are shooting 4% against them on threes. Like, this is – a rep, they're giving up like a, a pretty reasonable number of three pointers. May, a lot, maybe too many from the corner, but that comes. You know, maybe a little bit too many, too many shots at the rim. Opponents are shooting better at the rim than you'd like, but it's not unsustainable shooting stuff. So it's not like it's just they're getting super lucky. They're doing the the, the basic hard stuff of playing defense better. And if Billups can have them doing that while also be willing to be flexible and say, like, sometimes we're going to go small and switch everything. Sometimes we're going to juggle our lineups. We're going to get creative when we need to. Uh, I think that, that's a recipe for, for some success, especially when you've got something you can bank on the way you can with Dame and Simons on the offensive end. I know Ant, before that last game, it struggled a little bit statistically, but his numbers even prior like to last year and even the year before that when he was kind of like a seventh man off the bench are pretty good. I. He goes off, he has a game winner against Phoenix, and then he goes off in this last game in the third quarter, and we'll see what he does tonight. i kind of just curious, Dan Devine's thoughts on, on Anthony Simons as a running mate with Dame and how that whole thing's fitting, considering the age gap between the two. Well, yeah, I think the, the number one thing to, that, that's worth emphasizing there is just like Dame trusts him, right? And Dame is confident in the work that Simons puts in. And obviously you know that that's the way that Dame is wired. If you're not putting in the work, He's not going to have the time for you. He's not going to feel comfortable putting the ball in your hands. And Simons has earned that trust, you know, through the, the, the sort of that slow grind of I'm coming in, uh, you know, at IMG Academy, not playing college ball at all. It's going to take some time for Simons to get uh, up to NBA speed. And then he gets his opportunity last season when Dame goes out and he, uh, you know, shines in it. But that's what, there's that question of it's only whatever it was, 23 or 24 games that he really got to run the show. And the numbers were great. The production looked great. The way he operated looked for real. But how is that going to look when you're kicked off the ball for uh, a ball-dominant player like Dame who's going to be high usage and is going to, you know, demand a lot of attention? And it's going to take some time for everybody to get used to it. But the fact that Simon's believes in himself enough to when the ball gets to him saying, I'm going to go right at Mikhail Bridges against the Suns in overtime. I'm going to, when I get the ball in the middle of that third quarter, I'm going to shoot it. I'm putting it up. And that Dame believes in him enough to say, I'm feeding the hot hand, man. I'm like, yeah, yes, I'm, I'm coming off of two straight 40-point games. I was on a heater in the first half. Forget it. I'm just going to go give this kid the ball because he, he's hot, and that's the best chance we got. I trust him. Um, the, 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 that sort of relationship is developing in a really natural way, and that Simons continues to earn Dame's trust, not just with his production, but with the way he's sort of putting in the work and willing to, to go after it when he gets the opportunities. I think you've got to feel confident about the way it looks. The questions are going to be, as they were with Dame and CJ, what does it mean on the defensive end? Can you have two sort of smaller guards, neither of whom has ever graded out as a particularly uh, uh, even solid uh, point-of-attack defender or health defender, guys who can be liabilities in a postseason series, are you going to be able to – are opponents going to be able to pick on them and kind of mismatch hunt against the Blazers? And how does Billups scheme that up, and how does he help them? Uh, and those will be, you know, questions that we'll have to see the answers to in time. But when you're coming from a 27-55 and 55 season to say, <laughs> my questions about how this will work are about defense in the playoffs – that's a pretty big jump to have made in the first week of the season and one that I think not a lot of us saw coming. Yeah, Dan Devine is our guest of Yahoo Sports at your man Devine on Twitter. You can uh, go check out his piece on Dame and the Blazers here in their 4-0 start. We tweeted it out. Um, I'm curious to ask you, Dan, I'm, uh, my, my last one for you. I'm assuming you're a league pass viewer? Yes, sir. Okay. 
So I, th- I think NBA fans, we pride ourselves in like where your team ranks on league pass rankings. Like where, like where, where do you fall on that? And, and like I'm watching the Blazers. I'm a mainly Blazer guy and I'll watch some generic NBA here or there. But you mainly like hometown team. We talk about them a ton. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, this feels like the Blazers are fun to watch. Dame's always been fun. But just as a team, the athleticism, all the things you're pointing out, like this is the first time I'm enjoying watching Blazer games in a while. So where, where does Portland fall on Dan Devine's uh, uh, league pass rankings? Oh man, it's a, it's early early days for the full thirty, but uh, so uh, but I'll say a lot higher than I maybe would have thought. Um, I think part of it is just that it is it does look a little different. I mean, you have the the or the similarity of we know what Dame brings, right? But now you're seeing, and we know what the the sort of dynamic of Dame and CJ was, but you're seeing Simon's. It doesn't look exactly the same as it did with CJ, right? It's a little bit of a difference there. So you're learning how they play off of one another. Um, you're starting to see. I mean, the fact that you know that Sharp is in. He was. A the first guy off the bench the other night. Mm-hmm. So he, he gives you a, a jolt and something kind of new to watch in a way that you're not, uh, we haven't seen quite, you know, quite in the same way from the Blazers in years past. And th- th- there's just, there's a little bit more juice, you know, like Keon Johnson goes from out of the rotation the first couple of games to gets in, gets some minutes the other night, makes a, you know, a, a turnover, but a, 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 the, the jolt to get back and have the chase down block at the basket. And you're saying, okay, well, that's a live body that they, they haven't really had that as on the wing quite as much. And there's just like, there's youth, there's some aggression, there's guys that can get after it. Uh, and, and it's not sort of just, we know that it's Dame in a high pick and roll with uh, three standstill shooters. And there's kind of no, no juice to it. There's a, there's some uncertainty and some everybody kind of fi- figuring it all out in real time. And that, um, you know, that, that sort of newness is, is something that I think it becomes pretty exciting to watch. And then you pair like the broadcast team is, is uniformly great. The, the, you know, the, the rip city fans, you know, the, when you're watching a Blazers game at Moda center, like the, you could feel that juice through the screen. Like it's a good experience when everybody's invested in it. And so far the Blazers have given them plenty to invest in. Yeah, Dan, it was, it was a great piece. And I, I'm glad that we could get you on because I know, I know your time, you're super busy. I just wanted to say thank you for writing the piece because usually these national writers want to write about how to trade Dame to the Lakers or the Knicks, and you didn't do that. So thank you. Thank you for keeping him uh, here. Was it? We're, we're, we're going to you know, we'll get to that. That'll be on next week's budget. I'll get right back to that, I promise. <laughs> Damn it, Dan. Damn it. We're still trading him to New York. Dan Devon, how great is it to have somebody from New York come on that knows all the ins and outs of the Blazers? It's like that was that was dialed in, man. Dan Devine, at your man Devine on Twitter. Go give him a follow. He's a senior NBA writer for Yahoo Sports, and his latest piece is up at the top of his Twitter account, and we tweeted it out as well about Damian Lillard and the undefeated uh, Trailblazers. Dan, that was great, man. We appreciate the time. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Thanks so much. Have a great day, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 